0: Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. I'm Evie, one of your hosts. And I'm Lila, your second host. Today we're going to be talking about the Shatter Me series, books 1 through 3, which Lila just finished reading. Yes, and I'm depressed now. So first, give us your overall thoughts about what you thought of the trilogy. Um. Well, at first when I started reading it, I wasn't very like interested because I just don't read books all the time Mm -hmm. but then as I got like halfway in between the first book and just like the rest of the other books it was just amazing like I could not stop reading it I just finished the third book in one week because I just couldn't stop yeah it's addicting for for those who don't know Lila just discovered true literature with this series I did I did She honestly just read the most random books before, and I knew I had to get her hooked. And so I gave her some options, and this is the series that she chose. And I'm so glad I did. I could not even imagine, like, if I chose something else, and I haven't read the Shatter Me series yet, because I would be missing out at Warner. Yeah, imagine if you didn't meet Warner, exactly. I know, I'm like, I can't. Can you start talking about it because I need to get to that point. I okay, really do. okay. So we'll start with the first book. So we start off with Juliet, the main character in the mm-hmm. asylum. She's rotting in her jail cell, she's living her, her best life. Mm-hmm. Honestly, what did you think about Juliet uh, in the first book? At least when you met her, I thought she was like a crybaby. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> and like very like shy and kept to herself. Obviously, though, because she's mm. like in an asylum. But, like, she just, like, cry over everything. But there's probably, like, a reason for that. I honestly thought, like, she was just a character that really wore her heart on her sleeve. And she was super emotional. And honestly, the book characters that are my favorite, at least, like, the female protagonists, they're always, like, hard and, like, cold and distant. And so Juliet was, like, switching it up. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah. Well i don't read books so it was not really different for me okay that's good you you won't have like something to compare it to so no but i'm the only thing yeah i'm definitely going to read more books so that i can i don't know i really just like like the fantasy dystopian kind of books we're getting you on a core thorns and roses next Yes, I'm going to my that favorite. I love that series. I, I just don't know how I'm going to be able to let go of Warner and like this whole plotline and just change to a completely new book. Like, I'm just like book depressed. That's what a book hangover is. But when you find a new series that you like even more, like you still hold Shatter Me in your heart because it's like your first introduction. Mm-hmm. But you you'll definitely find like other characters that you like. Yeah. Anyways, that was a tangent. Back to Juliet, (laughs) she's sitting in her asylum. She's like in the dark. She has to go like find the showers in the dark, and she's like she repeats the same things over and over. She hasn't seen birds in the sky. She's just kind of crazy. Yeah, let's not forget like how Adam, you know, walked in some random guy all of a sudden starts like sharing the room with her and. He's, like, trying to talk to her, and she's, like, get away from me. What's going on? Yeah, she's so confused. She, like, thinks she recognizes this boy and doesn't know if she's going to trust him or not.
1: Yeah, like, the voice
0: seems, like, recognizable. Yeah, she starts to, like, remember who he is because of his blue orbs, his (laughs) mystical water-pale eyes. How do you remember what it (laughs) says? Honestly, I just remember that one description because I was, like, why is she explaining it as pails of rainwater? All I can remember is Warner's description. <clears throat> his green stimulated eyes and his oh golden soft hair. <laughs> okay, okay. We're getting there. We're getting there. Okay, yeah. Okay. So, anyways, Adam joins the cell, and then she's like, I haven't seen a bird fly forever, and she's all mysterious. And she dreams specifically of this golden bird, which is weirdly important later, but... Yeah. Yeah, he's there, and eventually, remind me, because I haven't read it since um, last winter, she's taken out of the cell by him and brought to a commander, and she realizes Adam betrays her. Yeah, it's like, boom, big plot twist. (laughs) It's like, actually, I'm a soldier, and I'm working for Warner. Warner, who is the commander of the region, of the sector. Yes, of Sector 45. Yeah, and he, what, what does he look like? Blonde, green Blonde, eyes. Yes, green eyes. Um, I mean, some people say he's short, but I'm pretty sure he's tall. In my heart, he'll always be tall. Yeah, me and too. He's, he's six like, foot at least. Yeah, he's 19. He's very young. And he's just very, like, uptight and doesn't show emotion. Yeah, he's very stoic, and honestly, mm-hmm. I don't go for the blondes in the books, but I can put that aside for Warner, because yeah. yeah, he's Warner. He's Warner. Adam, though, is much more, like, descriptively, like, the type of guy I like in a book, like, with the black yeah, the curly typical. hair, yeah, like, the pretty long lashes, yeah. He has pretty long lashes? I don't yeah. remember that. Well, maybe I'm putting what I want in there, but oh well. <laughs> Mixing it up a little bit. <laughs> But, yeah, so Warner takes her to the, okay, he takes her to the base, and he gives her her own room, and she, like, Adam's, like, her guard, sort of. Yeah. And he, like, sleeps on the floor next to her, and she Mm -hmm. just wants to leave and escape and find some way to get out, because to her, Warner Warner is, like, the commander of, or the commander of the sector, which is part of the reestablishment, and the reestablishment is what put her in the asylum, so she doesn't trust him. Yeah. The reestablishment is basically this government group that's trying to rebuild the world after it was destroyed. But really, what they're doing is just destroying, destroying the world further. Yeah. yeah, for their greediness. So mm-hmm. she doesn't trust Mourner at all. Her only ally right now is Adam. And that one scene when Adam, there's cameras everywhere, and Adam takes yep. them into the shower where they can't hear or see her. And he shows her yeah. this tattoo on his chest. No, isn't it? Okay, wait. We need to, like, slow down here. Isn't it, like, Juliet's crying in the shower because she wants to escape and she doesn't know what's going on? Yeah. And then Adam sees her. But, like, she's in her clothing in the shower. Yeah, And then Adam weird. sees her in the shower and, like, walks in. And then it's, like, what's going on here? <laughs> and he's starts like, talking to her. And then she's, like, somehow they lift up his shirt and she sees the bird. Yeah, like, she sees the golden bird that she was dreaming about. But yeah, honestly, that's not connected. relevant beyond that. No, point. it's like not even in the whole book. It never gets like talked about again. Like, why do you dream of the same bird? Maybe it's because they were like childhood friends. So yeah, but were you were somehow have connected. Tattoo as a kid. Honestly, I don't really understand that it. Is. Maybe I'm missing something, listeners. If you know the symbolism of the bird, please tell us. We have please. no idea. <laughs> It's so weird. I don't even know. Okay. Anyways, and then um, after that, it's like they they get closer after that. Yeah, they um, do get closer. So they make yeah. out a lot. She cries a lot. She, yeah, like yeah, they make out a lot more. It gets a little spicy here and there. And then, um, like Warner, but during that whole time, Warner doesn't know anything, and he's like. Making her wear these like dresses he picks out for her because he's all about fashion. Yeah, part. Warner is he a loves fashionista. Fashion. He's a fashionista. That's what Juliet says in like, I think it's like the second book. Like that. He's a fashionista. Mm-hmm. And, and then Warner, like, she has to go to dinners with him. Yeah, too. he tests her. He makes her sit with her at all the meals and she hates him. Yeah, but... and he's like in these torture rooms. But um, yeah, he's fascinated yeah. with her though. Yeah, but like, turns out, you know, it wasn't even that bad because. Yeah, I don't know, let's, let's just go to Okay, okay. So pause though. What do you think about Adam's personality and Warner's personality? I okay, okay. Adam, he's definitely like protective of Juliet, but he wants Juliet to like be. This like little shy girl who doesn't know how to protect herself and Mm -hmm. needs like a man or something and like he's like he that's what he wants. Okay. And he's I don't know. I just think Adam is like kind of possessive. Yeah, like he's protective but borderline possessive. But honestly, anger issues too. Yeah, he definitely has a temper. Um as far as like positive character traits for him, um, he's like like i wouldn't say loyal he's just like ethical like he has good morals that he like stands by and he like re- like he doesn't like warner he doesn't like the reestablishment. right he's like yeah he very, has his opinion on things he's A very like morally ethical if that makes sense mm-hmm. like i would say that he's Um, What's that alignment? I I know what I'm talking about. Like the... I know what I'm talking about. Um, (laughs) The Dungeons and Dragons alignment. There's like neutral, evil, and good. And like true neutral is you're not like good or evil. You just do like um, whatever best serves you. That's what I am. (laughs) I would say that Adam is like chaotically good. Like... He's a good person on the inside, but the way that he, like, expresses his beliefs is, like, so sporadic and, like, so, like, frustrated and angry yeah, and everywhere. and, like, lashes out about it. Yeah, he lashes out about it. I would say, that like, he's just a good person at heart, but he just, like, doesn't know how to, like, concisely show that, and so it gets, like, messy. Yeah, um... I agree with that. And then, okay, let's go uh, on to Warner. <laughs> Your favorite, Warner. my favorite. <laughs> Warner. Okay, um, you can obviously tell that if I had to choose between the two, Warner. Of um, course. Okay, yes. Yeah, so let's talk about him. He's like I said earlier. He's like uptight and like shows no emotion. Right. He is very um, cold-hearted, like, cold-blooded. Yeah, cold-hearted. What's the word I'm thinking of? He's very, like, sticks to what he needs to do. Like, responsibility is very responsible. Himself. Yeah, he's responsible. He has a um, duty, and he follows it. Yeah. What I
1: else? would
0: say Warner is, like you said, just very emotionless. But also, he's, like, kind of secretive. Like, he is yes he definitely has a lot of secrets in this point of the book yeah he's not two-faced in like a negative way but he like has a bunch of cards that he doesn't show like he's just a very private person yeah he also like sometimes while she's on the base he like taunts her Mm because he's trying to get a reaction (laughs) out of her yeah to like see her power yeah to see her power oh yeah Juliet has powers yeah we didn't even talk about that oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> so, okay. okay juliet's power is basically destruction like everything she touches she destroys mm-hmm. she can punch through things she touches like the reason she ended up in the asylum is because she was trying to help a kid throwing a tantrum at the grocery store and yeah, like she touched him, up. him yeah mm-hmm. and he died as a result so she's just very yeah. destructive and she has a lot of like self-hatred because of that and she like she's insane and a monster yeah. so and even warner, though it wasn't on purpose it was yeah it accident. wasn't on like purpose she didn't even know all. she had those powers and like yeah continue what we say. saying i was saying that like warner like sees that she did that but he knows she's not a monster like he wants her to like build her powers up even more yeah and he, he's always like you can join me and fight yeah. with me and like take like i don't know like control over the world with me or something like that like and obviously, she doesn't want that because she thinks, like, at this point, that Warner is working for the reestablishment. Yeah, and um, then Warner... Warner puts her in, like, this, like, the torture room, like I said earlier, that yeah, torture yeah. thing. And that's when she realizes she's super strong because she, like, breaks through the wall because she's so mad at him and, like, pins him against the wall and, like, choking him. And but he's then he... like, finally. Yeah, he's, like, happy about it. Because she's finally showing her power, and I feel like, honestly, Warner is just a little bit psychotic. Like, the torture chamber was a toddler that had to walk over Spikes. Lila? I can't hear you. Okay, Lila's cut out, so until she returns... The torture chamber was essentially this room with Julia and a toddler where it was either the toddler was blindfolded and would walk all over spikes or she had to touch him. Um, ultimately she ended up choosing to touch him and it didn't hurt him but that's why she was so mad at Warner for making her choose the choice to possibly kill another kid or let him die via spike. Um, and she punched the wall like the brick wall and right through it and he realized that and she realized too that she was super strong. So that's kind of how like she unlocked more of her power. But yeah, all that's to say, Warner is just a little bit psychotic. But honestly, I really love that. Like if we're being honest here, I love a little bit of psycho behavior. Psychopaths, psycho yeah. behavior in my book boyfriends. Oh my gosh, you're back. Okay. What? You cut out. Like I couldn't hear you. know you, you cut out. out. I I was like, "Evie, is there Wi-Fi?" Like what's going on and then all of a sudden you're talking about the spike thing i'm like what just happened i just kept talking because you weren't there so i was like okay until she returns let's just go over what happened in the torture chamber yeah okay good because like i was like evie hello i didn't unplug the wi-fi this yeah no okay Okay, you're back let's just like let's just like continue from here no problems. okay so warner's just being a little bit obsessive right now and julia decides she needs to escape but honestly, I don't mind that he's being... No, I, I love it. It's not obsessive in, like, a creepy way. It's like, you're the only person I love. Stay with me forever and rule the world. But... Yes. Oh my god, yes. Okay, so Adam and Juliet like, are making this plan to escape, right? And they end mm-hmm. up like going out the window or something because something goes wrong. I don't even yeah. remember really. Something, something goes wrong. screws and... up in the plan. Yeah, so they just have to jump out the window and... And more oh is yeah, there. I think we just skipped over this. Adam can touch Juliet. Yeah, Adam can touch Juliet for some reason that we don't know. We're really sucking at this. We are. Okay, Adam Adam can touch Juliet, and they don't really know, like, at this point in the book, they don't know, like, why. So, he's like, Adam has already gone out the window, and he's gonna catch Juliet down at the bottom. And right as um, she's Juliet jumps out the, out the, window. the window, yeah. yeah Right as she goes out the window, Warner reaches for her because he's, like, he's obsessed with her, right? He doesn't want her to leave. Yeah. And his hand brushes her leg, and he, she looks back, and she doesn't see any pain in his eyes or anything. And she's like, but what he the heck? I just her. touched you. He's like, yeah. yeah, like, you can touch me, and there's no pain. What's going on? But then the thing is, she doesn't tell anyone that that happened. Like, she keeps that to herself. And she's hoping like Warner didn't notice at all. Yeah, she's hoping it was just like maybe her imagination or something. Mm hmm. So they run and they end up at Adam's apartment, uh, in the restricted like area. Yeah. And she finds out that Adam has a little brother named James. hmm Honestly, I James think he's annoys like 10. me. Yeah. James doesn't he always butts in on the worst parts. Like, no offense to those people who like James, but like He's the James just, fans out there. The James fans. He's just like He's just like pesky. I don't He is like he's he, like, funny. That, yeah, play. he's very like yeah. um like an annoying little kid who like always who's like tapping your shoulder interrupting every conversation. Yes, and when and when Adam and Juliet like the first night they were like, you know, talking to each other, having a serious conversation and they start kissing and then like James walks in. Yeah, and I'm like, he walks in. You just okay, like, not why? his fault though. It is his house, but okay, like true, James, but like... read the room. Read the room. <laughs> But okay. yeah, so Juliet yeah. likes James though. And then Juliet meets another character, my personal favorite book boy. I love him though okay. too. Like okay, not my favorite book boy of all time, but at least in the series, really. He's above up there. warner. Yeah. I oh, no, above... whoa, 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 whoa. wait a second here. <laughs> above warner. I he's think... above warner for me. I know. Well, he's like really close. Like I love him so much. He's funny. I think it yeah he's gorgeous he's gorgeous he's definitely he's gorgeous. tall he's very tall too he's know smart that. Yep. he's kenji he's Ken- kishimoto <laughs> i okay he's just the best like the moment he walks in okay first of all though he's very flirtatious with juliet which i don't love very. like i don't hate it it makes their relationship better because like Like, you know, they turn out to be, like, really close friends. He just comes on kind of strong. But, yeah, it does end up, like, turning into, like, something platonic, which is great. But, like, he's he's so funny, though. Like, he literally knows how to, like, lighten the mood in every situation. He does. And he makes, like, a joke out of everything. He brings the energy, okay? Mm -hmm, That's why mm -hmm. I like him. Because that's what I need. I'm a very, like, just down-to-earth, like, introverted person. Mm -hmm. And... Unless you get me talking about books. But other than that, mm-hmm. I'm a very introverted person and he just brings the part Yes, yes. Um he's just like I like that he's flirt, flirt-, flirt-, flirt- Wait, I can't speak- He's what? <laughs> I'm so- I can't say flirtatious. i like that he's flirtatious because um it's like it kind of seems like he has a crush on Juliet, but that's just, like, his personality. Okay, but he definitely does at first, though. I mean, he definitely does, but, like, that's also his personality, thing think, because he does that with everyone. Yeah. He's a charmer, for sure. He definitely is a charmer. And, yeah, so, after we meet Kenji, it turns out, like, Adam is, like, annoyed with Kenji. I don't even remember why. Adam, I feel like Adam, like, throughout the book, it gets, like, worse, the relationship. Like, Adam gets mad at Kenji for yeah. things, and, like, all of a sudden their relationship kind of goes downhill. Like it's like Adam isn't interested in his jokes anymore and his funny side. Kenji definitely didn't deserve Adam's behavior, his sass. Definitely not. Kenji is too good for Adam. If I had to rate them, it would definitely be um Adam, Kenji, then Warner. But like Kenji and Warner are really close, like one point away. Yeah, like even though Warner kinda hates Kenji, it's in like an I hate you, but I love you type of way. Yeah, like, like this is, like, we're skipping to, like, the third book, right? But, like, they become, like, closer friends, right? Yeah. And in the, in eventually they'll become pretty close, but Warner still keeps his distance, definitely. Yeah, obviously. Um. Okay, let's move forward. I feel like we're taking, like, a lot of time in one place. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we're only, like, 20 minutes in, so that's okay. But, basically, I, I can't remember what happens because I haven't read it in a while, but... They have to leave Adam's apartment, and somehow Warner captures Adam and takes him to this like meat conveyor. It's belt. a slaughterhouse. Yeah, yeah he like hangs a... him on the conveyor by belt. The, yeah, he's mm-hmm. bloody. Juliet's like away from him. She lost Kenji. Like I think Kenji's holding off the guards because they've been discovered by Warner and his sector. What's um, happening? Guards. Yeah, so like they're running from them. And then James is with Kenji right now in a building hiding from the guards. Mm-hmm. Like, because, like, they're, like, stay safe. Oh, yeah. Like, we need okay. to figure out how to, like, find a way to get out of here. So Adam and Julia are, like, running around. But then Warner catches them and all of a sudden, like, takes Adam away. I and mean, it's just Warner and Julia left alone. Yeah, and Julia is, like, she's, like, Coaxing Warner and tricking him mm-hmm. into thinking she's finally interested in him. Yeah, and, and like she kisses he, him. Yes, but like let's not forget he tells her. Isn't it in this moment where he's like, "I love you" or something like that? He tells her that he something loves her, something like that. He like has like a big confession. He's like, yeah. "I I'm obsessed with you. Like, stay. I with love me you. Like, yeah." I and wish then I could he find kisses the page. And I don't have that book with me right. Now. I have the third book with me. I have it with me right now, but I just can't remember what page it's on. That's um, fine. Um, that's and okay. then yeah, so and then it gets like intense, and they start kissing. But then Julie gets like obviously this is just her. She still likes Adam. Like this is just her trying to oh, oh, trick. Oh, I Warner. see it. I see it. He oh, goes. God. He goes. You have no idea what you do to me. And uh, then she says, "I hate you." And then he says, "Okay, wait, this is kind of creepy. I don't remember this." He goes, "God, I'd love to just take a bite out of you." <laughs> okay, that is strange. Yeah. A little stage water, but I, I don't mind that. I, I'm not really into that, but <laughs> that's okay. It's warmer. I'm sure it sounded Probably. really hot. Probably. <laughs> Probably so. Whatever. Probably. So then he goes, "I'll be so good to you, Julia. I promise." That's better. Yeah, that's better. Honestly, if it, if I were Juliet in that moment, i forget about Adam. i forget about my plans to, like, run away. I'd be like, yeah, I'll stay. I'll stay for a little bit. <laughs> Literally. He kisses her, and then he stops kissing her, and she kisses him. Like, she grabs him closer, and then she reaches for, like, the buttons of his shirt, and her hand wraps around the gun, like, strapped to him and what Mm -hmm. happens lila okay so i think it's like the gun in his pocket and she the only reason she unbuttoned was to get and then she shoots him Mm -hmm. she tries okay something like in her brain she's like said that she was trying to like aim for the heart but it was difficult because he was like kissing her so intensely and um and then yeah so she shoots him and he's like I can just imagine what he was thinking, like, what the heck? Like, I thought you loved me.
1: Yeah, you he's just so betrayed.
0: I know. And then she just, like, runs away and tries to find Adam. And she's, like, so, like, upset and, like, has all this anger because she's worried about Adam. And she, like, finds where this, like, slaughterhouse is. Um, And then it's, like, she can't get in, though, because it's, like, these, like, steel doors, right? Mm-hmm. with like no opening. So she's like, What the heck? Like, how do I get into Adam to save him? Because what if he's like dying right now? And all of a sudden her like like powerful super strength kicks in and she just like breaks through the door and like pries it open with her hands. And she's like, What the heck is even happening? I do not As know one I can does. do. This. Yeah. As one normally does, yeah. <laughs> and then And she uh, saves Adam. Yeah, because like yeah, that's what happens. She saves Adam. They take a moment to make out, obviously. Wait, they do? I don't remember that. Yeah, they do. He's like, kiss me. And she's like, so I okay. do. <laughs> oh my god. But, and then, yeah, not that's the moment. So random. Not yeah, the moment, not the time. And especially after she just made out with a warner. And of course, she doesn't tell anyone she made out with a warner. I mean, if it were of me and I was not. going back to Adam, I wouldn't. Because, like, Adam's a little. Adam has anger issues. Anger issues, and he'd, like, lash out. I'd be scared to. Like Adam has his reasons, I get it, but, like, I mean, yeah. bro, that boy has bro. a temper. We'll get to that, though. Yeah. But anyways, um, they meet up with Kenji and James, and they get into, like, this, uh, what's it called? Like, the, it's a carving? truck. It's like, like, a truck? A, I don't know,
1: something like
0: that. it's not really a truck, it's like those, like, machine, like, oh, like a uh, tank? Yeah, a tank. There we go. Yeah, I don't Adam's know why I couldn't a think tank, of that. Right? Yeah, it's a yeah they start driving a tank, and Kenji's like, just trust me. I know where I'm going, and they end mm-hmm. up at this, like, underground, like... Facility, place. Yeah, facility called Omega Point, but I'm pretty sure Juliet, like, passes out. Yeah, because she's like, what the heck is happening? Where are we? Like, Where, she where are you, gets, like, mad at Kenji. Adam to? Yeah. yeah, she gets mad at Kenji, and she tries to attack... Because, like, yeah, they're taking away Adam... Because like he needs to be healed, obviously, because he was being like yeah. tortured in the slaughterhouse, and she like attacks Kenji, but she touches Kenji, and obviously, it's painful. It's painful because of yeah. her lethal touch. Yeah, and then she passes out after, because of everything so, she just went through. When she wakes up, there is a man there. Uh, there's a few people there, but most importantly, a man named Castle. A man. Mm-hmm. A man. A man. <laughs> and he explains that Omega Point is a refugee. A- like, area, not area, a refugee building for people with powers like Juliet's are not exactly like destroying stuff, but just different powers, invisibility, healing, stuff like that. And they're there to come up with a plan to overthrow the reestablishment. And Kenji was working for them all along. Yeah. Yeah. Did I get any of that wrong? No, no, yes. Okay, fair. Yeah. So I think, I think that was right, yeah. Castle is very um just like a gentle, like old soul. He honestly annoys me sometimes just because he's like stuck in his ways. I think that's what it is for yes. me. He's very like like um responsible and what's he's the just, word? Like he's even tempered, but it almost is like up to a point where like you can't convince him once he's made up his mind, even if it's not always, like, the right decision. Yeah, like, he's always right because he's, like, older. I think he's 40 years old. Yeah. Um, Like, he's kind of, like, the wise, like, fatherly figure to them. Mm -hmm. And I I don't hate him. Like, he's a good character, and honestly, he, like, prevents them from making some stupid choices. It's just sometimes I feel like he's very, as I said, just stuck in his ways. Like, you can't Mm -hmm. change his mind, and that bothers me sometimes. Yeah. And honestly, I didn't love the Omega Point part. Like, that was just boring for me. I liked Omega Point, but I, like, when I was reading it, I remember I kept, like, looking through the pages to find the next time Warner's name was there, because I just wanted the Warner content. That's what I did in the third book. Like, it'd be something, like, boring. Not even boring. It'd just be the regular plot line. Like, I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. I like the plot line of the book. But, like, I was like, maybe I should go to bed now, because it was really late, and I was just reading for a while. But then yeah. I skipped forward and I saw something about Warner and I was like, I'm just going to read a little bit more. And then yeah, like, I finally got to the addicting. part. Like, I know. Like, I honestly, if Warner wasn't in the book, I don't know what I would do. Like, that's, I just That's why I like um, fantasy romance. I don't like all romance because yeah. it's like bombarding you. But when it's fantasy romance, you get like the amazing, obviously, plot and fantasy aspects of that and the yeah. world building. But you also get like. Those breadcrumbs of romance—they're just of so romance. addicting. Yes, and it's like—it's. I don't know. <laughs> I can't see what you're doing. I, can... I know. I can't. Like just hyperventilating. Like, I know. Just like I get so like nervous at the same time. Feel like I'm gonna implode when I talk about these books, and especially when I talk about Warner. because I'm just. I'm sorry, but like I'm obsessed with Warner, and. I think I got on the Warner Obsessed page of TikTok recently because I don't know how it happened. Yeah, BookTok. I'm, like, seeing everything about Warner or, like, like this video if you're obsessed with Warner. And it's, like, a bunch of videos of Warner. And it's just... He is honestly one of my favorite book boys. Like, I have read a lot of books, and he's definitely top five. I will say that. Yeah. After I finished, like... These four other books, like the Restore Me, like those kind of books. Yeah, I'm gonna be so trilogy. depressed when I have to move on to another book because no, there's you're no gonna, longer gonna be Warner. You're gonna love A Core with Horns and Roses, that's gonna get you out of your slump. I know, but like, I'm have... not gonna be there anymore. And I just, I just love Warner because of his like character development, too. It's just Warner will hold a page of your book heart, Lila, but you will meet new characters who, new book boys. Who just make you forget about Warner for a little bit. I promise. Yeah, but you know what pains me, okay? That's, no one in real life is like Warner. Like, I feel like I'm never like going to find someone good enough when I'm older like Warner, you know? I, I get that because I, those are just men ridden by women. So it's exactly what we like, exactly want. Exactly what we want. Exactly. Yes. exactly. And but no I have to hold out hope. hope. I have to feel like there is someone out there who's like that. Um, currently have never met them in life, but maybe when I, maybe when I travel, I'll meet somebody. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Um, Maybe next fall. Okay, Lo, so quickly before we leave, what book are you currently reading? I'm still on the Shatter Me series and I'm reading Restore Me. And it's like a different plot line from the three original books since it was written four years later. But, like, it's still the same characters, which I'm so happy about, because I could not end reading about the characters and the three other books just after the three books. You know, I need more. Yeah, she kind of rushed it at the end there, so. Yeah, I was like, whoa, wait a second. There's only, like, 20 pages left, and we haven't even, like, you know... Got to where we needed to be tied it up in a little knot yeah and it's like and then it just ends like so quick like what just happened what did i just read yeah the next trilogy is definitely an adventure so good luck with that uh um, thank you thank you i'm currently... i'm excited though i'm excited yeah no you should be i think that it's pretty interesting i definitely like the first original like, ori- oh my god the first original trilogy better but the second yeah. one does have, like, a huge plot twist, so kind of gets crazy. Um, My current read is I'm doing a dual read of the Throne of Glass series. I'm reading Empire of Storms and Tower of Dawn at the same time. That is going fine. Honestly, the thing is, Tower of Dawn is about a character that I don't love. His name is Kale. And... So I don't think I could read his whole book straight up, but I mm-hmm. love the characters in Empire of Storms. My favorite is Manon. If you've read Throne of Glass, any listeners, you know I'm obsessed with her. She's me. I'm her. Anyways. Tangent, off track. But yes. <laughs> I love <laughs> that book because those are like my like favorite characters. So doing the dual read, it's like, yes, I get to like enjoy the book from Kale's perspective but i also get like the reprieve of my favorite characters at the same time so i think like i made the right choice with that yeah yeah definitely you say you're doing like the jewelry i feel like that would be like difficult because like you're really interested in what's happening in the book right now but then you have to like like switch to the other one and i'd get confused personally i'd be like wait what was just happening in the other one like what's going on well, in the like in the books before that, they were all, like, multiple perspective, including Kale's, so it kind of just feels like I'm turning, like, the chapter to Kale's perspective, Not, but, like, oh, in yeah. this case, it's, like, I'm just picking up a different book, so it feels the same. A lot of people say to read it separately, but I don't know, but you're right, like, I'm reading, like, Empire of Storms, and I'm addicted to it, and I have to put it down. Yeah, of dawn and it's like oh my god dang it honestly it's going pretty good and i really like the series not as much as Corthorns and roses that series is my all-time favorite well but... i'm excited to read that too but first i need to get through the four other books of shatter me i know, I Sorry, know. i'm getting really through. excited what my... am i saying knock it through enjoy okay? oh I'm going okay to enjoy I see. Them, especially that one my favorite character of all time actually any book is nesta and I just, like, I'm so excited to talk about that. You don't even know. I, I've i been holding it in. I only have, like, one friend to talk about it with, and she's just, that character is just the best character I've ever read. So, so yeah, thank you so much. Lila, you want to say anything? Um, Warner. <laughs> okay. Warner. Warner. I'm sorry, I'm just so obsessed. Like, I'm, like, when I was reading those books, it got me, like, kicking my feet and I say that all the, si- all the time, but, like, I just, I love him so much. And what he does in the books, it's just, like... But I, I remember when a plot twist happened in, um, which one was it? It was the second book. Yeah, it was the second book. A plot twist happened, and I didn't know what to do with myself. I literally, I think you took a video of me, actually. I did. I have I... it. I might post it on TikTok. Okay, let me watch that verse. Okay? You were just like in I was complete dying. shock. I, was, I just like stuffed my face in the couch. I was starting to cry. I'm not going to lie. I was starting to cry. because I'm like, what's going on? And I was like shaking. My throat was so dry and I needed water. And I didn't know what was happening to me. And you're like, all you, you say is you're like, welcome to the book world. Yeah. <laughs> I never knew what it was like to read a book that I loved so much. These past few weeks, I have been like, very like reading a lot all the time yeah now and you know Lila why I always have my nose I in a know book. and I was always like I remember when you were reading the shatter me series and this was when like I barely even read any books like I mean honestly I barely read any books but like I said the past <laughs> few weeks I've been reading a bunch of like of the shatter me and now I'm like never gonna stop because I love it so much and but I remember when you were reading it and I was like why are you reading an eye book because you know the big eye on the front I was like what what is like I, What's happening? And then it sounded so boring to me when you tried to this and I just, I just didn't know what I was missing out on. Yeah, you didn't. Warner, Warner. was so close yet yeah. so far. <laughs> yeah, so far. I'm like, I can't wait to talk about book two and three. I am upset. The only mm-hmm. time I've like, like I obviously love books so much, but I don't get, like I don't cry and I don't get like overwhelmed and stuff. I'm I very much just like internalize like. You told me like I just show it you told me that when you were reading like those parts of the book it was just like a face but like me I didn't even know you were sitting right next to me and I was reading a part of the book and like I literally kicked my feet and like gave a little yeah. scream not like a scream but like a sound and then you were like okay Lila I'm definitely yeah I'm definitely not that expressive with it it's great I, just, I like the I'm reactions but um yeah, we should probably end it off here. We've been yeah, rambling. We, we, we said, like, we were ending it, and then we started rambling again. Yeah, it's, we've been rambling. That's okay. the fun of a, of a podcast, though. Yeah. You know, like, why not, right? That's why you have it, to ramble about it. Yes. I, I was so excited to do this and start the podcast because I just needed to talk about it and My passion for this book for Warner for Warner especially like Mm -hmm. I just don't know how to describe how I feel about him like I just don't know how to describe it and it's well now you're going to talk about it more so yeah okay yay thank you everyone for listening to us rambling and talking about the first book
1: Um, yes hope you enjoyed it
0: um and see you guys for the next episode yeah okay Bye. bye.